0: Welcome to Triple R Sports. Expedite. Uh, I'll start because I forgot to hit the introduction music. So tonight we're here live. The time is short. A lot of subjects to get through. So welcome. You know what? I, I renamed it without you guys' permission. I just got tired of three R's. I like Triple R rated better. Welcome, Raj Meta, on time this week.
1: That's the key. I know. Hello. Uh, I'm just shocked as you guys are. Hence, I'm speechless. I'm actually on time. We're really proud of you. Thank you. Although I need one second. Well, he's here,
0: but he's not organized. Robbie, take us to the house.
2: Well, you know, I just want to start off tonight by sending my thoughts and prayers to one Lanier Hutchison, who had the unfortunate task of playing me in fantasy football this weekend, and it didn't end well for him. And so thoughts and prayers go out to him. Hopefully, he's you know picked it up and you know he can move on. Um, I'm so that that I want so our past thoughts and prayers go out to him. Our future thoughts and prayers are going to go to uh, one Blake Spencer, who's turning forty this weekend, and he has unfortunate task of playing me this weekend. There'll be more to come on this. Updated is he, scheduling, scheduling perfection, I might add. And so, is he allowed he, to go out? I mean, is he ever allowed to go out to the draft? I was, I was trying to get him something uh, for his birthday. I was like, oh, I should get him for something for his birthday. I'm like, I don't even know what he does anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to the
0: draft
1: every year. I think he has a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dudes with cats <laughs> just makes me laugh. In his
0: defense, he has three children <laughs> under the age of five. He's eh,
1: Tomato, tomato. Uh,
0: and, you know, um, he I will say, Robbie's victory was a big victory over the two-time defending champion. Uh, this week we have a little three-on, uh, triple R-rated violence on each other.
1: And Wait, we, Robbie won.
0: Uh, Robbie
2: won. Oh, of course I won. What the nut? Hey, Moneyball bitches. <laughs> wow. I'm, congratulations.
0: Myself. Was upset, uh, losing by point and a half. And this week, I play fellow Triple R-rated cast member,
1: Raj Meta. Nice, good matchup. Good, hey, good match. I think. Uh, you know, one thing I'm going to have to do is go away from Herbert and go to my boy, uh, the guy with the uh, the guy liner, emo, Derek Carr, leading the NFL in passing against two solid defenses might I add. So uh, I'm definitely, uh, I'm going to roll a car, I think. Boom. I think
2: we're going to need a 20 minute breakdown of the game on Tuesday. Of uh, it's going gonna,
0: it's gonna to be a while because uh, by the way, uh, everybody knows this week the Battle of the Stomp, Glenn Edison, PA announcer extraordinary from Sequoia County, updates me so, Quachi Middle School, 34, Blitz Middle, 0. The Battle of the Stump has begun. Friday, wow. your boy here will be causing his fifth version of the Battle of the
2: Stump. So, I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Nice.
2: Just just FYI, uh, Randall, you are a six-and-a-half-point
1: favorite over Raj for this weekend. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm just now looking at it, dude. Let me uh let me maneuver a bit. Oh, I, uh, okay. that, I will dear.
0: not I will not I will not maneuver until I am on the uh I am on the uh thanks for the update, Glenn. I have a certain standard that I go with and you know while you stinker, you have to tinker with your lineup on Sunday morning. The first subject of four, 3 R baseball, triple-R rated sports. Quickly, last week of the major leagues, Rog, uh, go to you first as our resident baseball expert. Some races are very much still in doubt. Uh, the American League seems to be wrapped up. The Rays lead by seven. The White Sox by ten and a half. half Astros by seven. Over in the National League, nowhere near wrapped up. The Braves have stretched their lead from one game to three games over the last 3 nights. The Brewers have a 10 and a half game lead. The Dodgers trail the Giants by a game. How do you feel like this is going to play out over
1: the next week? Um the, it's kind of crazy that the Dodgers could end up with a second best record over 100 wins. And be a wild card. So they'd have to play, at this point, it would be St. Louis. We all know what the Cardinals do late season. I don't want to face the Cardinals. Wainwright's suddenly 20 again. Um, Also, being a wild card, this is baseball in a nutshell. The Dodgers would not have home field, aside from the wild card, in either the NLDS or the NLCS. But if they make it to the World Series, they would have home field because World Series is based upon best record. I mean, that's a do dumb shit. Do not do shit. the All-Star Game anymore? No. Thank no. God, no. Uh, the American League was basically, I mean, those rosters are constructed for D-Asians, right? And they they had won like 20 in a row. Sorry to uh, No, no. That's all I do is interrupt. So please go for it. I, I enjoy it. Um, yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are one game back. Uh, unfortunately, baseball kind of, you know, they can't predict the future. Um, the Braves do have three against Philly. Um, I think the Braves are a far superior team. They end against the Mets, and the last six games are at home. I mean, the Braves are, again, they're a better team, flat out. I put that on Twitter. Philly fan is Philly fan. Uh, bunch of They make Raider fans look civilized. Um The Dodgers right now are in Colorado, and for some reason, Colorado has owned us. Uh, I have no idea how or why. Uh, I'm hoping that will change. Uh, The last series in Colorado, Mookie was basically like 10 for 12 to start. It was first series up to second half, and of course, he got hurt. Uh, Dodgers end up with three against Milwaukee, the second-best pitching team in baseball. Probably the best bullpen two of the best starters,
2: whereas
1: the stupid Giants, um, they play San Diego right now, but they end up uh, with, I can't recall. Um, Let me check. Oh, okay. They play San Diego, then Colorado, then Arizona, then San Diego again. We actually have two weeks left of the season. So still time when we're one game back. Um, But yeah, Braves I'm hoping the Dodgers can come through Uh, but you know we're gonna see it's gonna be it's amazing Dodgers versus Giants one game back 96 wins 97 wins Uh, for us it doesn't get any better they're the new Yankees and Red Sox or the Yankees and Red Sox were the new Giants and Dodgers whatever it's gonna be awesome so we'll we'll
0: do our opening segment the last few weeks next few weeks over uh, the playoff race Robbie, will you come back into baseball at some point, uh, or the World Series, NLCS? Is there a time that we'll have you back?
2: So this this draws into my three pet peeves about baseball. Go ahead. Um, and actually, the, and y'all, y- people that have listened, y'all know I'm a NASCAR fanatic, and the same can be said about NASCAR. Why? Why, why, why end your season during college football and NFL season? They get all the tension, and it just – you can play it any time of the year, and you can double – that. you could end in August and have every eyeball on you. It would just – like, I know I get the tradition. I get all that. But if you want casual fans to watch, then play it in those games. Second pet peeve. This with the Dodgers and the Giants and then not only are you letting the second best team play a potential wild card game on or the only home game. It's a one game series when the rest of them are series and you pitch, you start, you're starting lineups. So it could be just an odd coincidence. And the second best team in the sport goes out on a one game fluke. And like people say, well, the NFL—if you don't win your division, you're slot the wild card. That's great, but all of those games are single elimination. It doesn't fundamentally switch in the next round how you plan out a series, how you plan out your lineup, how you plan out everything. It's just—it's a gimmick to create um, excitement, buzz, and which brings me to my third pet peeve: Do not play the playoff games on Monday night. Thursday night, Saturday night, or Sunday night because you are going directly against football. If you're going to play in this time, you have Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Friday night. Play these games. If you want to stretch the season out seven months, stretch it out seven months and in, in five more weeks. And then play on those days where you are the only thing in town and get eyeballs, get new fans, make it exciting. Because playoff baseball is exciting. But you know what is not as exciting as – Gambling on Monday Night Football or a whole day of Sunday NFL ticket or the Red Zone, it's not that exciting. And so that those are my three pet peeves. I would like to see those three things change or at least kind of alter to know who you're going against. Like it or not, the NFL is the big bad wolf in the room, and they, they're they just climbing. And so you, you, you have got to modify. So
0: uh, strangely – I agree with you. Oh, go ahead. And here's why. The Braves will hold my attention. But the moment the Braves are out of the playoffs, if you go against any football game, you will lose. It's me that you lose. Now, if it's the Braves versus the Chiefs and the Ravens on Monday night or the Braves in the NLCS, I'm going with the Braves. But if it's the Dodgers and the Giants and the NLCS versus – the Chicago Bears, and the Detroit Lions, eh, you're going to be on the little box on TV. So I tend to agree. Uh, Rod, you, I yeah, think quick, Rod,
1: you. Well, quickly, yeah. I agree with Rob. What's even worse is the uh, MLB will put series in the, in the middle of the day during the week. Oh, yeah. And if the Dodgers are not one of the primetime teams – Then they'll play at 2 o'clock in L.A., when it's 100 degrees out. And, you know, the Dodgers lead baseball with attendance every year. Of course, they can seat 55K in Dodger Stadium. But it's the dumbest thing ever. Um, We just – we don't get up for it. And God forbid – thankfully, the wild card – I think American League is Tuesday night. National League is Wednesday night. Hopefully, we won't be in it. Uh, But, yeah, baseball, you know, there's too much of the old boys' network. Yes, they were the most popular sport and everything else was scheduled around it for years but that passed about 25 years ago with the Yankees uh you know the 90s Yankees and um you know finally real quick I'll ask you both the AL MVP is a hot topic Vladimir yeah. Guerrero Jr and I can't believe uh, it's I already watched his dad and now his son getting 320 with 46 home runs 105 RBIs OPS of one point oh two four. Otani, he's hitting two fifty five with forty four home runs, but he's nine and two on the mound, three two eight ERA, over two hundred strikeouts, with a one point one eight WHIP. Who is your AL MVP? Without a doubt,
2: Vlad Guerrero. Oh wow! So I'm going the other way—the guy who can hit and pitch. Not only pitch,
1: pitch well. I mean, amazingly. I'm with you, but it's you know it's unprecedented. It really is. And while the
0: Red Sox are 84 and 66, the Angels are a whopping
1: 72 and 78. You mean the Blue Jays? But I your point plays part of it. So that's, you know, uh, very fair. But in the Angels defense, they've been without the best player in baseball for pretty much the whole year.
0: I know he was my,
1: never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Fantasy pick first. But you know,
2: you know, but this goes to a larger point. I don't think you have to be a winning team to have the most valuable player. I've never got that argument. If, um, if, if you're the, say you're the, well, I mean, hell, the Dodgers, they lost uh, the pitcher. And, uh, again, I don't know names. I'm just – Bauer, Trevor Bauer. Bauer. They lost a, a starting pitcher, an all-star, and they're still rolling. I mean, because he's really good doesn't make him the most valuable. Like, you if you're playing they're, outfield and you're pitching and you're their star pitcher, you I mean, how can you not be
1: the most valuable? So now he's often the he's the DH though. He plays some first, I believe, but he's usually the DH if that changes anything. I don't think so. But um
0: let me let days. me
1: make one point before we get off
0: of it. Vlad Guerrero is hitting 70 points higher than him too.
1: So he doesn't pitch though. He does with more of he a plays wins a above he replacement. Plays in the too. Field.
0: He's got the higher OBS. Otani, to me, is still a little bit of a gimmick. Um,
1: so I, Vlad is up to DH primarily, though. I must be fair. I,
2: I do think Otani going into the home run derby was a mistake as far as um, – while it was great for TV, you could tell he was gassed after the first round. Like I, They just don't need to do that if that's not their main thing. Way more games at
1: first.
0: Sorry. If the angels were in contention, I don't know if Vlad would have these numbers up right now. I mean, Otani would have these numbers. I think if they ever get into attention contention with Otani, you'll see him limit it more to either the mound or the field, but we'll see when that day comes, but let's move on to football. Uh, That Segment went about 10 minutes longer, but okay, we, we'll, we'll have a 70 minute show. This weekend, there's not some really, I don't think it was earth shattering results, except for maybe Florida and Alabama. But well, there was definitely some lines drawn in the to me. Let's start with I think one of the most overhyped national stories has been Penn State's win at home over Auburn. Here's the storyline I'm going to paint for you. We'll start with you, Robbie. Auburn is about the seventh or eighth best team in the SEC. You won at home and struggled to beat this team. They're probably going to finish fourth in the West. Is it an impressive win? Or is it you did what you needed to do?
2: Oh, I mean, yes, it was a – you should win this game. Uh, I think this is Franklin's fifth year there, probably longer now that I think about it. Uh, Auburn's got a first-year head coach. This is their first road game under this coaching staff. Um, yes, they are fourth baby in the West. Um, it's not a good Auburn – there's a reason why – Gus got fired last year. Like this isn't a program. Like Gus didn't go to the NFL. He got fired because they underachieved and they're underachieving program. This was um this was the ESPN hype machine. This was college game day. I felt the same this, way. This was SEC, Big 10. This was their game. They and they do it better than anybody else and and I applaud them for it. I think it drew massive numbers, like 7.9 million, something like that. So, um, yeah, they did their job. They brought in wide out. It's a cool atmosphere. Um, depending on w- what you think, it's either cool or not cool to see stadiums packed, um, but they are packed again. And, um, yeah, it was a good atmosphere. And um, I would like to go there actually one day and, and see that and, and go to College Station Uh, uh. Sorry, state college. Uh, We all messed that up for some reason. State college, um, and but yeah, no. I thought as far as the outcome, yeah, Penn State should have won that game. They were favored for a reason. They were at home. Yeah, I, I, I I was not like, oh my gosh, Auburn lost. I expected them to lose. Rog, is this again the national hype
0: machine behind the SEC? Maybe overstating this victory. Yeah.
1: Anytime the SEC loses. The rest of the country, we tend to be like, yay, they're not as great as, you know, but but Bama, Florida, Georgia, uh, head and shoulders better than most. Yeah, Penn State, again, I've said this before, I don't understand how they were a losing team last year to suddenly beating Wisconsin. We don't know how great that team is, beating Auburn, and suddenly they're a top 10 team. Frankly, I'm surprised it was this close. Um, I'm not a fan of Bo Nix. Uh, he played pretty well. Uh, he threw for 185 yards, but it averaged five yards per carry. So what's that tell you? Uh, or five yards per uh, pass. Um, you know, it, what's amazing to me is Auburn had 185 yards passing and 182 yards rushing. Uh, Bigsby is a monster. Uh, the other dude, Hunter, he actually had uh, kind of ripped off some bigger runs. But, um, yeah, I mean, they both had one turnover the penalty. I mean, you know, just kind of a, okay, okay. The home team won by one score, and the road team had a chance to tie when the clock, you know, when the buzzer went off. I mean, it's pretty much as expected. You know, I I didn't think it was a great game. I didn't think it was well played. And, yeah, the hype was you would think Penn State won the national championship against, I, uh, you know, the 8th best team in the SEC right now.
0: I felt better about Auburn than I did Penn State at the end of this game because – uh, I know Auburn it was, shouldn't be a contender, and I felt like they played with one of the Big Ten teams that are is a contender. So I might have been opposite of everybody else. I might have felt better about Auburn. But staying with you, Raj. staying with you, Raj, real quick. UCLA, or, let me request from this. Is Fresno for real, and does UCLA losing
1: hurt the pac Pac-12's case? I mean, first of all, let's start with Ohio State. They're not great. Oregon beat them. They're not great. I don't believe in Anthony Brown. UCLA beat LSU, who's not great. The flip side of this is, you know, I believe every year, I've said this before, there's two to three teams that are head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, After that, it's a dog and pony show. I don't care who's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. No, Fresno State's not, quote, for real, Um, because UCLA's not for real. I don't know what Chip was thinking. You know, Zach Charbonnet, the uh, transfer from Michigan, uh, he had six carries for 19 yards. The guy shredded everybody else prior. I mean, he was just ripping them off. Their defense got shredded, once again, the secondary especially, which is supposed to be the best part of their defense. Uh, They gave up almost 600 yards. And UCLA does this. They kind of are like, you know, Tennessee, although early on, you know, UCLA is not generally ranked. But we see this time and time again where a team gets an early season win, they go to the middle of the rankings, and then, you know, reality sets in. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think the pack is that great this year anyways. But like I said, this year as opposed to last, and I think years past, you know the SEC is head and shoulders better than everyone, um, at least the top three. So no, Robbie. Thank you,
0: well, Robbie. What was your impressions of UCLA's? Well,
2: the the standout stat of the game, and this is what happens when you try to speed up the game and it doesn't work. Fresno held the ball forty minutes and twenty seconds to UCLA's nineteen minutes and twenty seconds. If you if you try to go fast and you're not successful, that puts a ton of pressure on your defense, and they can keep pounding you and pounding you. Keep your offense off the field. That's been Chip's weaknesses weakness everywhere he went. And I mean, the NFL killed him with it. Um, whenever they oh okay, all I got to do is keep the ball away, and like you just there's just so much stamina you can have. Um, Fresno was ahead the entire game, um, and this was just really—we've talked about this, like the the back when Clay Helton was coaching USC and Chip was at is it, is it UCLA. There's these letdown games that they're going to just drop, and that's just ever since he left Oregon, it's been this kind of. There's yes, you want to say hey because I remember him being a good coach. Thus, he has to be a good coach, but the recency of the statistics don't match up with your memory. And so you have to readjust how you think about him. He beat we talked about how Auburn isn't in the upper echelon of the SEC. LSU's below them. So it's a name brand, it's a recent champion. But Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase, they're not walking through that door anymore. So it, it was a win. Again, ESPN hyped it up. Um, we'll, we'll look back at the end of the season, I predict,
1: and say, yeah, eh, not a big win. All right, Stan, real quick Robbie. on Fresno State. Sorry, real quick on Fresno State. Uh, the quarterback, Jay Kaner, is is legit. What's funny is, I'm just saying they're not legit, even though they lost by seven at Oregon. Because again, the pack's not great. What's funny is he was at Washington originally. And Washington's quarterback situation is, is super inept. Now the guy goes to Fresno State, ten TDs to one pick, high QBR. That's all I got to say. Uh, and his leading hey, receiver also
0: transferred with him.
2: I was looking uh, right. at 10 for for a rank for a thirteenth ranked Bruin team. They had 50,000 in attendance. So sad. That's the key. That's that's, that's, that's the key. pretty good for UCLA. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Eye of the beholder, yeah. right? All
0: right, I'll be staying with you. Uh, did Cincinnati prove something to, to you by beating your former school? And is Cincinnati a win at Notre Dame from having a legit case to make the playoffs?
2: Uh, okay, so uh first point i uh as a former student at indiana university i was so proud for that stadium to be full they could not give away tickets absolutely they couldn't couldn't pay you to go to to go to a game when i was there the tailgate was always good but no one ever went to the stadium so that was just i mean it was just nice and as someone who's kind of anti-full stadiums right now. That was nice to see. <laughs> but so, I'll just I'll just flip-flop on that position a little bit. Um and then uh Indiana, you know, they were my Big Ten sleeper pick. I don't think they're that bad. They played well. They just um but no, yes, I do think Cincinnati a win next week against Notre Dame. Let's see how Indiana finishes. Let's see how Notre Dame finishes the season. Um, this is this is the best shot, at least at this stage of the season, for non-power five to get in there. They they can have uh a big 10 win, and then if Notre Dame can you know run the table, maybe lose two games, uh, that's a big win too. And with how Clemson looks looks, especially. Hey, I, Clemson's not. Running the table, I'll say that right now. They they almost lost to a Badger Tech team. Um, Ohio State's got some issues, and so uh, Oklahoma looks shady too. So yeah, this is the best team, best chance a non Power Five team has. Raj, how did you think your former co-
0: or your future coach did in uh, against Indiana?
1: Hey Raj, hey, I'm also. I'm yeah, a Bearcat, I'm yeah. Stephanie and I both went to law school there. They gave me a lot of money, and Jack and Cokes were. Like three bucks, and I was coming from San Diego, so I was like done. Um, you know, but they're strong <laughs> defensively. Oh,
0: go ahead. Did, did we attend like forty seven colleges?
1: I mean, we seriously. <laughs> I we went to one undergrad and one law school. But you've got to. You went to like eight. And eight. I,
2: I went. I went to two undergrads, a law school, and then a master's of law program. So I I, I went to four. Then two universities abroad, three universities abroad. So I went
0: to I seven. Went to, I went to five schools, and I got two BS degrees. I got nothing yeah. that you guys got. Go ahead, Raj. and Cincinnati stuff.
1: It's kind of along the lines of Indiana. You know, the fact that that stadium, Nippert, they've redone it. But back in the, the day when I was there, uh, you know, I'd go to the gym. And it was on my way, and I'd walk by and check out the stadium. The only time I ever saw it full was because it was Oktoberfest. Bunch of fat Wisconsin people, no offense, came down and uh Cincinnati somehow upset number five Wisconsin and Ron Dane. Other than that, that's the only time I saw people in that stadium. Now it's packed. Uh, you know, it used to be basketball back then, uh, thanks to Huggins, but you know, Desmond Ritter is legit. You know, he's a guy who's a dual threat. He wins ball games, they've got good defense, the depth's not there. I think they actually, you know, I don't think Notre Dame's Beating them, which I think they will, is going to propel them to the playoffs per se. But I think they could and should get in. And again, as the four seed, you're a sacrificial lamb uh, to Alabama. And even though I know they only won by two last week, uh, Cincinnati would get rolled by that team. So, um, yeah, you know, they played well. I thought Indiana would be that surprise team as well. They've uh, drastically uh, underimpressed. impressed um, So, yeah, they could make the playoff, but I mean, do you really want to be, again, slaughtered on national TV? <laughs> I, I guess nobody wants to be the four, though, with Alabama. So
0: staying, you kind of led me to my question. You'll open this topic up, Rog, and then rub will bring us home and close us out for college football. I've contended on the radio, I've contended on the platforms we have here, Florida's win, Florida's loss over Alabama and the way it occurred is more impressive than any other win that I've seen in the country. Specifically, Florida's loss is better than Georgia's win over Clemson. So break down Florida, Alabama, 31-29, instant classic, to be honest with you, I thought Florida was going to get blown out of the stadium. Raj, what was your thoughts of the game? Dodgy,
1: bring his home. You know, I agree entirely. Emery Jones, you know, he did enough. He's a dual-threat guy. You know, he, he's not a great passer. He missed a lot of open throws. There were a lot of boo, uh, booze in that stadium. I feel like Alabama was like, um, okay, we've got to play now. Uh You know, they didn't really run the ball as much as they could have. Robinson um, and McClellan was – I can't believe they shut him down. Uh, That's the one thing I take away. I'm not a big fan of moral losses because any given Saturday, you know, they can be like, all right, we're great, and then get smoked by Auburn, you know, like a team that seems much less – lesser at least, a lesser team. Um, But, yeah, uh, you know, Florida defensively impressed me. Uh, I was surprised Alabama had 11 penalties to Florida's, what, seven? Uh, it was very un-Alabama-like. They didn't hit 100 yards rushing. Um, they averaged 3.3 3 yards per carry. Uh, I was just surprised. You, you know, it was a fairly clean game. But let's say Florida's defense was very impressive, and I feel like Alabama didn't really play. And even though it was a two-point game, it was, I think they had to lead the whole time. So, I don't think they were ever in danger of losing, in my opinion. Um, But, yeah, you know, a two-point loss, way to go. But Florida's defense is legit. That's where I want to – basically, that's what I took away.
0: Robbie, I thought Alabama does have a flaw in their run game. Robinson is not the type of back that Najee Harris or any back they've had over the last decade. He's a very pedestrian-like back. Does Alabama – are they missing the run the run game of the past, and are they issues there?
2: Well, so let me take issue with the perception of, oh, Florida, like I I and I text y'all beforehand. the The fact they were fourteen or fifteen point underdogs was crazy to me. This is still the University of Florida, and this still has Dan Mullen. They lost. By six last year to the same team in the SEC championship, who lost what seven NFL first round or six or seven? Right. right. I, yeah. Like I don't know why I don't know why people were expecting an Alabama blowout, and I did look wrong in the first half when Alabama got twenty-one to three. But no, Dan Mullen's a heck of a coach, and his offense is tough to stop. And you have seen that over and over and over again. Who's beat? Or who's beat? Saving the playoff, Urban Meyer, Dan Mullen. Who's beat? Saving in the SC championship, uh, Urban Meyer, Dan Mullen. Like Dan Mullen coaches a very very tough offense to to stop. And I've been down to Gainesville way too many times, and it's a tough place to play. It's annoying. It's hot. It's obnoxious. They're obnoxious, um, and so I did. I, no, I was more impressed with Alabama getting out to that strong lead. They followed the blueprint that that. So, so what Saban's going to do um, next week and in the future? Hey, that first half when I prepared you guys, this is what happens. When the second half, when y'all do what you want to do, this is what happens. So it's going to give Saban more power in that locker room to say, hey, you listen to me, and we will win. You do your thing, you can get beat. Um, I think Florida's a heck of a team. Um, I I, I guess we're not doing bet your nuts yet, but I can tell you, if you have some significant coinage, Florida's looking good this
1: weekend. Best rush defense in the country. 2.5, 2.7, 3.3 against Bama, and they're – five-star OLs, oh. uh, average at 2.8 yards per carry. Yeah, nobody's running the ball on them, which puts them in every game.
2: Well, Florida, Florida's, o, Florida's O-line and D-line, especially in the second half, dominated that game. You're right. I
0: think I think Florida and Georgia got really interesting in my mind this week. I think walking into the season, I, I have Georgia as a clear favorite over Florida, but I think those two in my head – I pulled close oh, in the last couple of weeks.
2: Oh, I bet Florida's a six-point favorite.
1: Yeah, their Daniels is not what he's cracked up to be. Well, uh, and uh, I, I'll take Florida all day. The, uh,
2: the 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 young quarterback. He always his name always uh, slips my mind. Who's the young Stetson quarterback? Bennett Anthony? No,
0: Anthony Richardson. Stetson. Yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, if he's red, that does change. That changes the dynamic, but we'll get to that later. Quickly, we want to jump over to the NFL, and this topic I will call the Las Vegas Raiders topic. Raiders. Sorry. So basically, Robbie posed a question to us and to raj and myself: Who is two and O, and who is O and two? And have you reset your divisions? So quickly, I'll go through the 0-2 and, and the 2-0 teams. In the AFC East, only everyone is at 1-1 except for the Jets, 0-2. No shocker there. In the AFC West, currently 2-0, two teams. The Raiders and the Broncos. In the NFC North. Everyone is 1-1. In the AFC South, two teams, and this is going to be one of my shocks, are 0-2, the Colts and the Jaguars. In the NFC, only the Giants in the East are 0-2. In the West, football's best division, three 2-0 teams, the Niners, the Rams, The Cardinals, the Seahawks are one and one. In the North, the Vikings in line, 0 and 2. Everybody else is 1 and 1. And in the NFC South, the Bucks and the Panthers, my other shock, are 2 and 0. And the Falcons, hopefully, are playing for Spencer Radley, 0 and 2. So, Robbie, lead us off with. Where where are you going with your two and O's and zero and two teams?
2: So the team that sticks out to me the most is that just wow, um, is Tampa Bay man. Like I know they just won the Super Bowl, and it's so hard to repeat. And they had, only there's been a repeat since the 0-5 04, 04, Patriots, also with Brady. But, man, those weapons are just everywhere. And I think they play in one of the worst divisions. Uh, Atlanta's terrible. Um, Good quarterback, Spencer Rattler. I I don't know what to make of uh, the Saints yet. Panthers look good, but Tampa's way better than they are. Um, The other other 2-0 team that even though they should have lost this week, that is scary is Arizona. Man, Kyler Murray and those players, and it's so hard to contain him. Um, they look like for real, but that division's terrifying. Um, the the Raiders and the Broncos, uh, the Raiders look good. The Broncos are okay. Um I think that's just a wait-and-see, a product of kind of the opponents, I guess, even though like, the Raiders have won two good games, but I still don't trust them yet. Um, the the team on the flip side that's on potential of disaster is Indy, who has an at-Tennessee game this weekend, and if they go 0-3 with – the schedules they have coming up—that's that could be it. Well, if if Tennessee wins next week or this weekend against Indy, uh, I think they're minus two hundred now to win the division. They probably go to minus one hundred or or if not less to win that division. But because
0: this point Tennessee was a little bit in trouble at Seattle.
2: Oh yeah, Tennessee's got all kinds of problems, but they're not going to be zero and three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Tennessee that. Well, can we just all admire how great Russell Wilson to Lockett is? When he throws that ball, it's he throws it, Lockett. It's just it's like it's target practice. It's amazing. Russell Wilson's amazing. I'll agree with that all day. Uh,
1: I think I thought uh, you were going to talk about your boy Henry.
2: Jesus. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he he just. He, if you don't stop – if you don't get them in a half-to-pass situation, Henry will keep barreling and barreling and barreling down, and your defense will break. Um, the other – I'll, I'll shut up after this. Niners look good. Rams look good. Um, Yeah, NFC West is a beast. As Seattle being in last place, who could easily win that division still, that's a monster. Yeah input that i have and i agree with you is
0: i'm shocked at how bad the afc south is even uh, i really i i thought i thought the colts and titans were on the verge and, and the titans still have a lot to play for it but the colts have looked bad the jaguars have looked horrible and the texans beat the jaguars so that division is a mess
2: well, I'll tell you what is even worse. And real quick and then I will shut up. The NFC North Packers -7, seven, 17 point differential. Bears -17 point differential. Lions -24 point differential. Vikings -4 point differential. They're they're all in the negative. They just happen to play each other.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. Rod, the Raiders right are 2 and 0. Oh.
1: I'm stoked. The flip side is, you know, they they beat Baltimore on Monday night. It's the first time they were fans in a brand-new stadium that looks like iRobot. So I kind of, you know, eh. they always play Pittsburgh well, even going back to Bruce Gradkowski. On top of that, Pittsburgh was down four defenders. T.J. Watt, who didn't, uh, he played the first quarter a little bit in the second. His groin got hurt. Well, if you don't practice and you hold up for money, that's going to happen. Devin Bush, Joe Hayden. Those guys didn't play. So the Raiders, you know, on a short week, they went to Pittsburgh and won. They did what they had to do. Uh, Rugs actually did something. But, you know, there's also two caveats. The Broncos beat the Giants and uh, they beat Jacksonville. Um, you know, Houston has impressed to me. Uh, David Coley can coach, actually. You know, uh, they beat Jacksonville. But, you know, I don't think – People thought Houston would win a game. Um, you know, I, I agree with the Colts. They could be in trouble. Uh, dude has – Wentz has two sprained ankles. Yeah. Uh, and Jacoby Percet is not back there anymore uh, to back him up. Uh, they're back up. I can't recall right now. It's – uh oh, Jacob James. Houston from Washington. And that guy yeah. wasn't great at Washington. How's he going to be good at, you know, there? I, I disagree in that, the, I don't you know, the South is the South to me. Um, you know the North will be the North. They're all one and one. Uh, Kansas City still going to be Kansas City uh, in the NFC. You know the East. You know Washington and Dallas to me are better than the other t- two teams, but we'll see. Uh, the Packers they get shelled by the Saints, and then they shell the actually they beat the Lions. But the Lions were actually they moved the ball. Week one, Jameis Winston had five TDs and zero picks. Both weeks, he's thrown for about 180, 150 yards. It's not exactly set a building on fire. They got their butt kicked um, this past weekend by Carolina. Carolina's defense, by the way, is the top defense in the NFL. They uh, have the most sacks as well. They beat the Saints and they uh, beat who? Uh, they beat Week one, the Jets. Um, you know, my boy, Darnold kind of funny what Zach Wilson did last week, but what Darnold did uh, just a much better team and defensively, you know, last year the Raiders should have drafted by Brian Burns. They didn't, they took Farrell who, by the way, week one was a healthy scratch at four. Leatherwood, I think he had like 20 penalties and hold. We're not going to go down that route. We all know what, how I feel about that. By the way, he got hurt his oblique, which I didn't know his fat ass had obliques. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Was that out loud? Um, Tampa, you know, the defense is kind of getting shredded or allowing 27 per game. Yes, they've been up and they've kind of, uh, well, not against Dallas, but last week, you know, there, there was a lot of garbage yards. But, you know, for the vaunted defense that we were supposedly going to see, haven't seen it. Uh, the Rams, you know, I, I think are legit. Arizona, you know, Kyler Murray's still going to throw the balls he shouldn't. Their receivers are great. The defense, I thought, would be better. They will be young linebackers. Uh, Simmons is awesome. Um, But, you know, if I'm going to go teams overall that have impressed me the most, I'm going to go the Rams, Tampa for their offense, Uh, and the AFC, even though I'm not including Green Bay there, even though, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Other teams are two and zero. Oh. Um, you know, I still like the Ravens and Browns, and the Bills. I you don't care say about times. the rest. It's okay. You know, they, I, I, they're so dependent on a guy that is built like a defensive end, but is faster than a cornerback. But they haven't impressed. They're going to get better. You know, week one they kind of look like. A, We'll show up with Julio and A.J. and Henry. Uh, they forgot to, like, care. So, yeah, the Titans are there. I, I disagree. The defense is not anything to write home about. I know they got Bud Dupree. Uh, you know, they look like they'll be better against the run. Secondary is suspect. Uh, but, yeah, I, it's the same. It's the usual suspects. Yeah. That's all I was. I was, I, I hey, was. Randall, Randall, give me
2: your 22nd elevator pitch. Why you think the Falcons should take Spencer Ratliff as number one? I I, I was
0: just throwing that out there because it was in a mock draft. I really like Rattler. Uh, if
2: you like Kyler, Rattler, sorry, I don't know those names.
0: If you like if you like Kyler, you should like Rattler. I think the number one quarterback taken may be the kid from Arizona. I mean, from um, Nevada, the strong kid, um, the one that's like two ACL surgeries. The
2: well, Hey, I I called uh, the Jets screwing up on uh, Zach Wilson. I think that's going to be proven to be true. You don't reach at that. I don't think there's. I don't think there's a, a quarterback that I've seen in college that's coming out that's worthy of a top ten draft pick so far. So uh,
0: the Mocs with that Braves competition they face, yeah. But Sorry, the Falcons are going to be bad for a couple of years. Um, so we're going to be picking at the top of the draft, probably 22, 23. We can get a quarterback. I did feel good. Kyle Pitts looked like the Kyle Pitts I expected it to be. Um, my story though, of all this is how bad the NFC North is. And, and I hate playing the, this team played that team. But the best team in that division was supposed to be the Green Bay Packers. They got destroyed by the Saints. Then I watched the Panthers play the Saints. That Saints team is not very good. Um, I don't, and the Vikings are not very good. Uh, The Packers are not very good. I think the Bears are blowing a huge opportunity by playing Andy Dalton and not playing Justin Fields. I think the Bears legitimately have the best roster in that division with the poorest quarterback play. So that's the thing I want to see. I want to see fields on the field with that roster and see how good the Bears are because I think that division is up for toss. Also, I think the Panthers are a little more real than I think they are. But I think the team, I root for Sam Darnold just because he feels like he escaped New York like a bad movie. Um, and I think that defense is for real. So I would not be shocked to see the Panthers make the playoffs.
2: So Well, the NFC in general is just very weak. Um, very good
0: at the top and very bad everywhere. I yeah. mean, like the, there's a few teams and then it's a big separation where I feel like the AFC is more balanced top to bottom.
2: Well, so the the, the thing you bring up about Fields versus Dalton, um, this is a, the Bears are a GM and coach situation that are both employed for their life right now. And the fact that they both are saying we want Dalton makes me think that there's something that's not connecting yet. Now, I'm not saying later in the year it, it won't be where you got to go fields and fields will be better, but just the excitement of fields would get get fan engagement and get people behind them. So there's something that's not there in my opinion that that, that they just can't say, "Hey, we got to turn the reins over to this kid." And you see the same thing kind of in San Francisco. Like they're yes. almost afraid
0: they'll cut Trey Lawrence. Yeah. Right, guys, one more. Uh, Austin Riley hits a bomb to left field. Atlanta up to nothing. Update. Um, before we get off this subject, we got to wrap up. We want to go think some games from this weekend, coming up weekend. If I held a proverbial, you got to make a pick right now, gun. Give me your NFC AFC championship game and your Super Bowl and we will I know this is springing on you so take it if you need a little time to work through it
1: we'll start with Raj uh I think the NFC for me is pretty easy now I don't know if it's gonna happen but I'm going Rams and Tampa um, I think those are the two best teams overall it's funny because I think they're probably the two best offensively and when it comes down to it, probably the two best defensively, uh, when it gets to the AFC, it's a little bit tougher. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm hesitant not to pick last week's Sunday night game, Baltimore and Kansas City, just because I think both have so many matchup problems for everyone else,
2: and You're I on, don't I see
1: hurt. any team defensively that can do enough on both in both assets uh against the pass and the run uh to stop either of them now you never know in the nfl you know denver has a great defense great uh front four vaughn miller chubb and then uh you know they drafted sertan which is wow as if their secondary wasn't good enough with justin hamilton back there the raiders you never know um they'll probably end up choking but you know they're Passing game looks legit, but yeah, I'm gonna go Baltimore. Long story short, Baltimore or Tennessee if they can put it together. But I know you guys say Tannehill's got great stats and this and that. A lot of it's against the NFC South or AFC South, with I think is crap, uh, except for Tennessee. And uh, hence, I'm going uh Baltimore, Kansas City, Rams, Tampa.
2: Robbie. Um, well, I'll take, I'll go the easy route. I, uh, agree. I think it's Tampa and, uh, LA and the NFC. Tampa is just too good. Brady doesn't get hurt, Doesn't get hit too many weapons. Their division's easy. They're going to have home field throughout. Um, the Rams are going to battle. So in the AFC though, the more I look at it, I'm going Buffalo is one. I just think their division is going to – they're going to separate. They had a tough week one. Um, two is hurt. Mac Jones and Zach, two rookie quarterbacks. Buffalo winning that division. So give them a home, at least a home field playoff game. I think they've got what it takes to keep Baltimore off the field. So then it's going to break down. I think as of right now, week two, I'm going Buffalo and the Chargers and the AFC. Whoa. Whoa. That's Chargers. I think Her- I think Herbert's gonna keep getting better. They've got weapons. I think this Chiefs team, they're cocky, and I think they're gonna derail. So strangely enough, I'm gonna pick
0: the Chiefs not to be in the AFC championship game, too. But uh, I thought I would be the one to get the woe. But um, I agree with Raj. I think we're, the Rams and the Bucks are clearly the best in the AFC. And the AFC, give me – I still think the Bills are the best team other than the Chiefs. But I think the Chiefs are due for a letdown derailment at some point.
1: Give me Buffalo. I did forget about the – Sorry. Buffalo and the Ravens. Go ahead, Roger. I did forget about the bills to some extent. Uh, Put those three in the same and add Tennessee real quick on Justin Fields. I have never been super impressed with a kid. Uh, Tons of weapons at Ohio state, an amazing offensive line. I feel like he's immature and I feel like the bears know what they're doing. Um, You know, their offensive line's not awesome. One of the, you know, bottom 10 in the NFL, in my opinion, they, Drafted uh what Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma. I think that's his name. But they they're just not great. And Dalton's kind of a sacrificial lamb, but he's gonna teach him. You know, it's not like when Fields has come in, they're moving the ball like crazy. Um, I just don't think he's ready. So I I thought Dalton was an interesting choice to say the least, but um, I don't think Fields is gonna come in and they're gonna be at least not yet, you know, maybe in week 10 or something like that, if they're still relevant. But I don't think uh Fields needs to play right now, in my opinion. I, I think he's immature, in my opinion, like physically and really mentally, if you ask me. But I'm not his psychiatrist or psychologist.
0: Excellent. I think that's good insight. Robbie, you got anything to finish up on topic? Um.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll just say that uh, Joe Burrows was a bum last week and almost cost me my fantasy game. And so, not happy about that. Hopefully, he can bounce back. I think Big Ben's got a pectoral issue. And so, he's not going to play. And those are my two quarterbacks. So, I had a bounce back from Joe. If you're listening, play well this week. All right, Joe Burrow, you've been asked nicely.
0: I have 10 Play. games, nine games, four college, five NFL, one extra. I think maybe an NFC championship preview that we just talked about. Take a round table for about a 30 seconds. I'll give you a scenario and then you run with it. Pick the game. Just winner. Wisconsin, Notre Dame. Critical for Notre Dame for Cincinnati, it is critical for Notre Dame to win this football game.
1: Can you tell us where the games are? Even though we know that's at kind of Soldier of... Field. Oh, well, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't have it. I don't have it rubbed down. So maybe you want to Google them as we go through them.
2: Yes, yeah, Soldier Field. They're playing neutral neutral site. So, Wisconsin
0: Notre Dame. We'll start with Roger Mada. At Soldier Field,
1: what do you think? The Jack Cohn game. Kid had a lacrosse scholarship to ND. Uh, was it Wisconsin. Was a not overwhelmingly impressive. His stats were good. But he was twelve to six. Uh, you know, Wisconsin's defense is probably good enough. I think Notre Dame covers the six and a half. But uh, I'm just hesitant. You know, actually, I'll go Notre Dame. Coin toss. I think it's just like Wisconsin Penn state. It's going to be ugly as hell. And, uh, you know, I, I think Notre Dame is better coached. So better in, in the trenches, at least more athletic and, uh, Kyle Hamilton, they safety he's going to be a top five pick. So I'm going to go with Notre Dame in a close one. That's my opinion.
2: Robbie Davis going against your Bearcats. Um, Oh, no, sorry. no, no. This no. is Wisconsin. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, that's, ne- that's next That's week. So this is Wisconsin. Um, yeah. Well, that just changed my whole argument. So, <laughs>
1: um,
2: yeah, Wisconsin seems to be a letdown this year. Uh, we as a college football group need Notre Dame undefeated going into the Cincinnati game. So I'm um, cheering for Notre Dame, and I think they do win. All right,
0: next one. At Arlington, Texas. Another neutral site game. Oh,
2: this is a good one.
0: Texas A&M takes on the Arkansas Razorback. Robbie Davis take it off the tee and hit it 330 down the middle.
2: Actually, I'm playing Sweet and Coves on Thursday. Very excited about it. But 330 um, down the middle. So, I... Want in every part of me to pick Arkansas. But I and even though Texanium hasn't looked that great this year, I like Sam Pittman. Jimbo Fisher I'm on the fence about. I think he's the third or fourth best coach in the SEC, even with that $75 million salary. But I'm I'm gonna go A and M. No real logic behind it.
1: But I just think A and M wins. Large meta. I absolutely disagree. If we're gonna do bet our nuts bet my nuts, I'm just gonna get it out there. Arkansas at five and a half is my pick. Um I thought the game was at Razorback Stadium, but still I'm gonna take Arkansas. I saw some I like you know, SEC squat monsters on both sides. K J Jefferson's not going to throw the ball all that well but you know I, I was very impressed with what he could do and the flip side is i don't think haynes king is worth that much and i don't know if he's playing or the calzada kid yes they can run the ball but arkansas can key on that i was really impressed with arkansas uh so that's my uh bet you're nuts, and i think arkansas is going to beat them straight out
2: all right oh well, my line play gets that's
0: that's, that's going to
1: be one know. of them for sure.
0: I, I, I'm picking Arkansas, too. Um, I just think they're due. And, Robbie, you said it. I think Sam Pittman's the better coach, even though Jim Bofeeler's got a national title. Uh, in the first game, by the way, I think Elder Dame wins. Uh, West Virginia coming off a big upset of Virginia Tech as a dog. Goes to Norman Oklahoma and plays. The Boomer Sooners. Robbie Davis.
2: So, I do think Oklahoma is going to lose. Oh. I don't know if this is the game they are going to lose, though. Oh. I think Oklahoma was scared against Nebraska. And I think West Virginia was ecstatic against. Virginia Tech. The travel distance from uh, Morgantown to Norman I think is a challenge. I don't think West Virginia covers, but I think Oklahoma wins.
0: Interesting.
2: Raj Mehta.
1: I think West Virginia should be able to cover just because, what, Oklahoma beat what Tulane by five, Nebraska by seven. I don't think West Virginia is that great. You know, they beat, you can throw a bunch of teams in a hat. And they're all kind of the same. Virginia tech beat North Carolina black, you know, but at home in Blacksburg at night, I expect them to win against a team like that. Um, West Virginia beat them at home. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma's finally going to play. I think against an opponent that is commensurate of their abilities. I suppose. I don't, I think West Virginia covers. Oh, oh, sorry. I think West Virginia covers, but I think OU uh, is going to win the game by near two touchdowns. Uh, I don't think West Virginia is that great. I, I agree. I think Oklahoma wins, but I do
0: think Robbie's right. Even though Oklahoma was my pick, I think I was wrong. I'm already getting off the chip before they They're going to lose at some point. I just don't know if it's this week. Last college game. In what used to be a a fun rivalry that has become ugly. How does Tennessee survive the swamp? And Robbie Davis,
2: which side of the line do you like of this? (laughs) So I was driving home today and this is my uh,
0: bet you're nuts.
2: And Feinbaum was on, and I was listening to Feinbaum, and a 15 year old called in. um, Can't remember his name, Caleb, maybe something like that. Uh, But, anyways, he called in and said, Hey, does Tennessee have a chance against uh, Florida? And Feinbaum was just, just said, You know, you're 15. How many times have you, in your lifetime, have you seen Tennessee beat Florida? And he's, and then he was like, I don't know. He's like, One. One time in his lifetime, so Casey Clawson. It, no, it was uh, it was Josh Dobbs and Juwan Jennings. The oh uh, yeah, my bad. Um, the, with the Smokey
1: Grays. crap Florida team though.
2: Yeah, and so even though they went through coaching change, coach change, coach changes, uh, not that not not like we have, but they've done done some. And so it, it came to my attention that. A fifteen-year-old has never seen Tennessee beat Alabama, and has seen Tennessee beat Florida one time in their entire life. And so, and so, yes, uh, Florida is going to roll as they always do, and we are going to say, "Wait till basketball season, and then we'll get them." Then. Um, and probably Kentucky then. So, yes, no, no Florida's, yeah, it's it's going to be a route. Florida's just too talented. They're better coached. They're more stability in the coaching staff. Um, better recruiting. Yes, Florida rolls. Uh, I think, what is it? It's open at 16 and a half. Maybe it's at 20 now. Give me the points. Uh, I'll take Florida.
0: I don't know if it's better recruiting, but they're – It's 20. It's twenty the, yeah,
2: I'll take Florida.
0: It's the fifty percent of Tennessee's roster that's released
1: that we recruited it too. Yeah. Go ahead, Raj. I agree. I've said this is the best rush defense in the in college football, and that includes Alabama. Uh I don't think, even though I like Hooker, singular, the oh. Hey, hey right, an, exclusive,
2: uh, an exclusive hooker relationship. That's so romantic.
1: Yes, I am going to Mexico. So I'm just kidding. Uh, hooker's not listening. It's a joke. It's a joke. I don't like dying of STDs. But um, yeah, they're one dimensional, and that one dimension is going to get shut down. The flip side is I've been impressed with Tennessee's ability to stop the run. Uh, you know, like I said, they've got some – a lot of dudes passed the eye test. doesn't mean you can play or play in the SEC. Uh, but, you know, Florida's one-dimensional as well. Um, but what I saw from the floor, Florida offensive line, like Robbie said, and the defensive line, they won in the trenches overall, in my opinion, against technically better dudes when it comes to the experts, the pundits. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, uh, Tennessee's look good. Right now it's at 20. I just – they're not disciplined, obviously, where they have like 28 penalties last week. They're going to be in the swamp. A lot of the guys, like you guys said, they just haven't played together. Uh, So I expect penalties, turnovers, and a Florida washout.
0: Who knows of STDs these days? It's not the 1990s. If it was, Aaron – I'd probably be doing a line as we do the show. So uh, I that that made me laugh. Uh, here's my bet you're nuts. I'll get it out of the way. 62 and a half points. I love the over. I think this is a game that's over by halftime. But I think Tennessee scores a lot in the second half. I said like a 51-21 game. Uh, The best case scenario, I said, was 51-14. That's still over. I really think Florida's in the upper 40s or low 50s. Tennessee's somewhere in the 20s. I like the over, and I like Florida to win big. And it's unfortunate.
1: That's kind of a given, dude. Can we get another bet you're nuts? Because it's like, okay, Florida's on the road, or Tennessee's on the road. They commit penalties. They can't throw the ball. I think it's going to be an easy cover.
2: Well, well, let me let me ask this. Uh, probably Randall, just to you, and then if Raj wants to chime in, also, probably not. If 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 it if it gets twenty-one to three or twenty-four to three or twenty-four to six, does Heifel keep up this fast pace and yes. just let it get so out of hand? Like, because if you can, and this is what ha- if you can't get first downs. And you keep speeding the game up, you're you're gonna get murdered. They,
0: I don't think there's any other way than Tennessee can play that way now. And, and if, hey, what if about they start, if they start playing another way? You're kind of sending a message to your team that, hey, really, this don't work. You know, so.
2: I don't know if they go well, well. Getting beat 60 to 10 shows you it doesn't work.
1: Uh, I, I yeah, what work. about the flip yeah. side? What's that? What if, I mean, Florida, yeah, they played Alabama, but they haven't really shown what they can do against a regular team. I know they got Kentucky and then Vanderbilt at LSU. You know, maybe they get up 28 to 3, and then they just start coasting.
0: Uh, uh, uh. I think they could. And I think we can see a lot of people. And Robbie, to answer your question, I think we'll see a lot of second string. I think we'll see a lot. I think this game is well out of hand by halftime. I I can see it going into halftime like a 31-3 game. And I think that's where Tennessee still got to continue to throw and still got to continue to do what they do. I said – before the beginning of the year, either Alabama, Florida or Georgia would break 60 on us. so I'm still sticking to somebody will break 60. but uh, I'm also a big believer in Apple. He's got he's got he's got and it's nothing to do with what I've seen on the field but more about what I've read in the press in the media and the way the kids play for him. So I think this is one of the ugliest games in Tennessee history. So give me Florida and give me the over. God, that hurts. But anyway, uh, moving on to the NFL. Yes, that does hurt. What a great matchup in the NFL this weekend. Great, great games in the NFL. And I, I, I kinda, when I looked at it, I kind of thought, Wow, the NFL really has um, – week three is going to be a good weekend. So, let's look at that NFL schedule real fast. Let's start with – actually, the game we already discussed a little bit. I believe it's the Colts at the Titans. Robbie, we'll start with you.
2: Uh, Wentz is going to be out, I think. Uh, two sprained ankles. You don't risk him this early in the season. Titans roll. Robbie,
1: I mean Raj. Ouch! I'm just kidding. The NFL is usually the way it works for me. Is whatever I think, I bet the opposite, and usually I win. I agree with Rob. I don't think the Colts. Then again, you know the Titans. They they've shown an inability to show up. Still being said, Eason's terrible. Uh, I can't believe the line's only five, but. Vegas knows something, a lot of things we don't. But yeah, I think the Titans win. I think the Titans win, and this will be my other bigger nuts.
0: Under. The Titans and Colts to go under.
1: Under 48.
0: It, yes. I like I like I like this game to be like a 24-7 game. I, I just don't think the Colts moving a whole lot. In a, in a preview, well, Robbie Davis's AFC championship game pick is here. Roger and I both kind of split over this. He picked Kansas City. But I think it's a real big game, Robbie, if the Chargers are going to be in that AFC championship. The Chargers go to the Chiefs, and I'll let the West Coast guru start with this one. Rise
1: I thought you were going to go with the Raiders and Dolphins, which is a game that scares the shit out of me because the Dolphins' secondary is awesome. They've shut down two different teams. I don't know if you were going to go to that game. You probably weren't. Uh, Miami kind of has owned the Raiders since Duper, Clayton, and Marino, and that's only something for me or for Randall and I. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of expecting a Raider loss against Miami, and I think Bursette is going to be is better than Tua right now. So I probably put my money on Miami. Back to that game, you know, the Chargers seem to play well against them. Six and a half is a lot of points. Uh, the the Chiefs played late Sunday night. I agree that I, I you know, I don't know if San Diego is going to win or sorry, LA is going to win, but I think they cover and I think it's a field goal game.
0: All right. Hey, Robbie, go ahead and get the Dolphins out of the way, too.
1: That's yeah, right. I was going to say, are we just
2: talking about whatever we want to talk about, and then we're jumping <laughs> on the topic? It's uh, the Wild Wild West. Uh, I mean, 2-0, uh, 1-1, one
1: on one? yeah, big game. Hey, ten- you guys hey, talked Tennessee about
2: Bat- the Colts and Titans. Hey, Tennessee basketball hosted a five-star recruit. Uh, I think it was yesterday, so hopefully they sign him, and then we get that rolling again. But, no, uh, so, yeah, obviously if my AFC championship pick, can hold chargers have to have this game i like it because chargers i mean sorry the uh chiefs are off a shorter week playing the sunday night game although it's at home it's still in warm weather they're not gonna have the cold advantage um i like a distracted mahomes here i like the chargers to steal this one go back to their home in la not san diego and uh, regroup for next week. You gonna give us the bonus Miami uh,
0: Las Vegas pick?
2: Um. Oh, M- Miami's without two a rock. I mean, I think they're they got. Um, but Burseth's strong, dude. I think he's Bursette's strong. But they didn't score against Buffalo. No, I like the Raiders' offense.
1: I- I'll take the Raiders. All, all right, right but- I'm gonna- go ahead. I was just going to say, Allen didn't exactly set the world on fire. Miami's secondary, Xavier and Howard, oh, they're, they're strong. strong. So okay. I, I'm very concerned about this
2: game. Luckily, As Allen well. didn't set the world on fire because I was playing against him in fantasy, and then I was happened to beat Lanier, which was awesome.
1: Hey, I don't want to make your head bigger than it is, but your team's better than I thought with single yeah, carry, I can't believe
2: you won. Yeah. Um, hey, my running back situation is getting better and better. All right, and Rob, you're two tight end approach.
1: Hawkinson and Kelsey. Hawkinson at the flex, man.
2: Hawkinson's strong. Yeah,
1: I mean, they've got three younger receivers, and Tyrell Williams is never that great. He's always hurt. Man, Rob actually may have known what he's doing, but the flip side is, is the team's name is You're Watching Greatness. I wasn't sure what his team name was, and then I saw You're Watching Great." No, that's not
2: you you're yeah, not my prayers. Thoughts and prayers for for all the people that i murder the Equally prayers.
1: condescending
0: the packers <laughs> travel to the 49ers
2: <laughs> um, fuck. wait packers at 49ers yes um, you know as as of this stage I'm i I can't trust what I've seen in the past i only trust what i've seen this year uh, the Packers, while they look dangerous, they don't look all in it. They beat a terrible Lions team, but it was closer than most people were expecting. Uh, Niners are really good. They're well coached. I'll take the Niners. I think they're at home. I'll take the Niners.
1: Uh, flip side. I think Green Bay is going to wake up. You know, they're playing a good team on the road. Uh, an old NFC championship battle. Terrell Owens isn't coming out of that tunnel. I don't know, maybe he is. UTC's a uh, uh best ever, which I mean it's a lot of, would be a lot of schools best ever. But uh speaking of quick note, UTC should have beat Kentucky. Um uh, I know that don't hurt break Randall's heart. heart. I know it hurt Randall's heart. Uh only hey, other way uh, I think Green Bay yeah. shows up, they wake up, they win.
2: I like the. Package. Hey, I'm going to be at the UTC tailgate on October the second, I believe. If y'all any of y'all are going to be there? we will probably be there. It's one of my Who buddies' do they birthdays. Play? I don't Western Carolina or Western. Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's the Catamounts. Yeah,
0: they it's
1: should fight. have been Kentucky though. Randall knows it should have been one, Kentucky. One of my the buddies' birthday
2: tonight. One of my buddies' birthday, and we're I guess we have a box. We're going to tailgate and all that kind of stuff. So.
0: Well the balls are not at home. I'll probably use my mocks
2: tickets that weekend.
0: Also going to see the Falcons play the Redskins that weekend. Last wow. game pick.
2: The, the football team. Oh, yeah, the football team. Last yeah.
0: game we'll pick. My NFC preview. I think it was Oliver NFC preview. The Rams and Matthew Stafford goes to Tampa. Other way.
1: I'm going to go ahead and step out first. And it's, say, in L- it's in LA. It's in LA. Is it
0: LA? I read it wrong. No. I closed my laptop, to be honest with you. I'm going to step out, even if it was in Tampa. I'm taking the Rams. I'll go. Um, I didn't. I,
1: I, I, never mind. I'm so no, excited I was... about me picking the Rams.
0: You go, Rog.
1: Tampa's minus one on the road. We know about the three-point kind of buffer for a home team. I think the Rams are actually going to have a massive crowd in their favor. Last week, they we played Dallas at home. It was kind of 60-40. I'm surprised it wasn't 40-60. But, um, you know, Tampa's defense has been suspect. I think this is one of the games of the year, as you alluded towards. Even though I think Tampa is a better overall team, I think the Rams win this game, and I didn't think that yesterday, but I think that right now.
0: Robbie Davis makes sense of this logic that we keep picking the
2: Rams. (laughs) Yeah, so this is a classic Tom Brady inventing enemies game.
1: Not Sunday Night Football, by the way.
2: They, so Brady's going to go into this week all week long saying, Bilicek outsmarted McVeigh. When Brady's going to think, no, I outsmarted McVeigh," And so he is going to be so obsessed with winning this football game. And if we know anything about Brady, I mean – you can bad. go back and forth about Jordan and, and Brady, but good God, it's hard to argue against Brady. Um, he is going to come into this game proving Bill Belichick wrong, that Brady did it, not Belichick. So I'm going on the road. Uh, and, yes, I do agree with Raj. It's going to be more Rams fans because very few teams have less fans than the Bucks fans besides when they're winning. They're one year winning and they come out of the woodworks. They're not traveling to L.A. for this game. It'll be a home crowd for the Rams. But give me Brady. Give me his ego, his hatred and I'll take I'll take Tampa Bay. Wow, well, guys. Uh, that was a good show. We ran a little bit long, but we still stayed.
0: We're going to be under our guidelines we set, so we'll be okay. Uh, I like your pick, Robbie. I think it's just my heart wanting to – I'm really rooting for Matthew Stafford.
2: Really. Oh, I, I, I hope I, – he, he's done – he's going to do well. Uh, he's in a good situation. All right, guys, real
0: quick. I've already gave my big nuts. I like Me Tennessee, Florida, Tennessee, Florida over. I like the Colts and the Titans under.
1: Roger, refresh us on yours. Arkansas. Minus five and a half. I think that's going to come down. Uh, Vegas is no dummy. Uh, You know, I'm kind of want to go NFL as well. Um, Actually, shit, I forgot the NFL. I was almost going to take the Dolphins on the road. Um, I'm tempted to go. Carolina is eight-point favorite over the Texans at home. Eight is a lot in the NFL. And both of those teams aren't that great. So, I'm really tempted. You know what? F it. I'm going with the Texans, man. They're, uh, they play pretty well at home, even though it was Jacksonville, but I'm going with the Texans.
0: Robbie Davis, make sense of this nonsense again.
2: <sighs> so, my actual bet that I, okay, so uh, for the sake of uh, honestly, in the sake of uh, transparency, I will now make two bets for the week, just because I have faith in one, and then I have instincts on the other. Um, my faith, my my true bet you're nuts pick... the in- same? <laughs> instincts and It's going to be uh, Denny Hamlin plus 650 to win uh, this weekend. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because there was a... Uh, It was almost a fight last weekend. Hanlon's going to be really pissed, Uh, one of the best drivers. And I realized the same thing I said about baseball, the same thing I said about NASCAR, no one's going to watch it. But if you want to bet it and hope for free money, that's one thing. If you want something you may watch, then I am going to go Titans minus five at home. Hopefully I will be there at the game. Um, And So I like the Titans minus five. Colts, no starting quarterback uh Easton's not going to get it done. Uh Henry runs all over him. Titans make their first statement. They won against the Seahawks, but it was in overtime. Titans make a statement win big against Indy. Here is the real question.
0: How much of the actual Florida Tennessee game will I be able to watch before I'm listening to the radio? I'm thinking under 30 minutes for the whole four quarters. <laughs>
1: Is that a comment on earn?
2: Yeah, it's a a Danielson
1: in the swamp.
2: It's gonna be loud, even though we're not the big opponent, but um you were man they smell blood in the water. They 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 realize how close they were to Alabama. If they went out, they can they can probably get in the playoffs.
1: That's a flip side. They just you. played Alabama at home. Now you got Tennessee coming in. No offense. It's not 1998. You know, they they may not be ready to go. And, again, Emory Jones didn't set the world on fire. Uh, I'm still taking Florida, but, you know, who knows what can happen. Fear the balls in 24.
0: I'm not just saying wait till next year. I'm going out three seasons. Fear the balls in 24.
2: All right, guys.
0: All right. It was a great show. Uh, any, any last words, anything. I, I wanna, I'm gonna take first. I'll take the first last word. Very excited, I wore my Sequoia County hat. Uh, this is my sixth. I said earlier, it's fifth. My sixth, Battle for the stump. It's one of the most fun robbery games that I've ever been part of. Two very small schools, separated by less than 20 miles. Uh, we will have a crowd of three or four thousand people. I will be I will have. I will have literally eighty percent of the valley that's not at the game listening to me on the radio. This is the kind of game that eighteen thousand people. It'll either be four thousand at the game and ten thousand on listening to the radio, but everybody in that town will be involved.
1: Hey, that's real what, quick. I even know what that is, but I've got some West Coast people that listen to the show. Can you explain quickly what the battle uh, for the stump is?
0: Uh, Well, the the battle of the stump, our trophy is, the trophy between Sequatchie and Blitzall High Schools is a stump. Uh, It used to be an Indian reference to it as the Indians are, Sequatchie County is the Indians and Blitzall County is the Warriors. So now it is actually a root stump that's been mounted on a plaque. And it is is—it is very... I did a show right before this about the top rivalries. And I've called a Marion South Pittsburgh game. I've never called a Macaulay-Baylor game. So that goes in a list by itself. But this game is in my top five favorite rivalry games I've ever called. So my sixth one... Everybody join me on 93.3 and Robbie Davis. I did name Macaulay Baylor the best Chattanooga area rivalry. But I did name Macaulay, I mean uh Maribel Alcoa the best robbery in the state. So
2: well, yeah, first of all, it's Baylor Macaulay. Baylor Macaulay Baylor. Yeah. But and I was gonna say, um that's next weekend, I believe. Yes. Uh, if we want to hop on and do a our own play by play similar like we did the draft, I don't know if that's allowed. Um
0: I, I don't know if we can. I'll check
2: to see if we can. Well we can at least comment uh, yes. on yes. what's happening. We don't we may yes. not have to show the game. We can at least comment on it and uh Lei. Um uh, yeah, I mean I would be happy to hop on there and do that. Uh Maybe we'll get Brandon Chang to work with you on that if one, too. You want to. Is
1: that like yeah. modern gave or St. John Bosco in California, but like basically like T-ball? With more money. Uh, I doubt that. Well, Macaulay, yes. Well, actually, you may be right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's the same. But Alcoa and Maryville was recently named one of the top ten rivalries in the country. So, that's yeah. where that, those programs are.
2: Hmm. All right, Robbie, did you finish up your last words?
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll try to work out something for Baylor Um
2: Yeah, no, it'd be some, It'd be definitely something interesting. We could try it and see how it works. And uh, I thought we had a pretty good time watching the draft, talking about it. Yeah, uh,
0: absolutely. I, not I know, know
2: anything. Not that I know anything about uh, Baylor or McCauley's roster, but not that I know anything about baseball or much of what we talk about here. But we make it work, we will.
0: Uh, if I'm not at a game, if I don't have radio commitments, I will. But I can maybe put you in contact with somebody that does have some Baylor macaulay
1: experience. Watch out, so, I mean, I watch watch out for Silverdale.
0: Shoot. Silverdale. Looking strong. I can, I
2: can read a program and talk about uh, different. Yeah, that's people.
0: what I do every Friday night.
1: All right, Rod. I don't. I don't know anything. Rods, what? What? What are you doing, buddy? I don't know anything about Chattanooga High School football. Uh, I got neighbors that basically are Silverdale uh, alums, and one of their kids, his name's Turner. I'm not going to say the last name. Hit almost like 500 as a leadoff hitter. He's also a back quarterback and a safety. Uh, Silverdale is 4-0, I believe. And uh, I know they play in a different division, but uh, watch out for that team. Uh, also, I like their green no. colors. But, no, my final word is Jackson Dart. I oh, – damn it. It's 4-4 four four Dodgers. We're at 4-2 now, Colorado tied. I always thought Slovis was overrated. He's better than Daniels, which should tell you something. Daniels is just okay because the SEC is not great with quarterbacks. Although Bryce Young, Southern California, meaning they're not great now because they don't have to be. Bryce Young's awesome. Uh, Jackson Dart, the national player of the year from Utah, Draper, Utah. He's a strong player, man. I think that'll eventually be a top five. He'll eventually be a top five pick. Plus, awesome. you saw his eye black. He kind of went like Braveheart on one side. Pretty bold for a, a white kid with, with long blonde hair. But, yeah, Slovis overrated, takes too many sacks, hold on to the ball far too long. Jackson Dart, number two for USC. If it's not going to be this year, it's going to be next year and the year after. Watch out for that kid, and you heard it here first. He is legit.
0: Jackson Dart. Yeah, I meant to bring him up. I was going to ask you about him. That's a good call. All right, guys. Uh, it's been a great show for everybody. Welcome to – well, I don't know what we're calling it. Triple AR rated, 3R Sports. We appreciate your time, your effort. You know what, guys? I got hungry about 10 minutes ago.
1: So I'm going to go get food. <laughs> You're not – you don't even
0: drink. No, I can't go have a drink. That's, but That's why you I'm,
1: get hungry. You that's drink, why we man. get hungry. Yeah, we drink a lot.
0: I'm just a fat kid, so – for Robbie Davis, Raj Mehta, the newly christened Rated 3R Sports Report. Be safe, and we'll see you next week.